read me romance read read me romance read me romance read read me romance you could take a look in a book that's fine or you could sit back relax and unwind and read me romance read read me romance Today's Read Me Romance is brought to you by Cotton Candy. It's sticky and sweet and over before you know it, just like an Alexa Riley book. Hey guys, hey. welcome back to Read Me Romance. Hi, it's Leah and Mel. We're talking shit on Tessa this week. And we've like managed to do one day on our own and make it somehow without breaking <laughs> anything. Well, that she knows of. <laughs> She'll find the broken pieces later. <laughs> But um, thanks for coming and hanging out with us. Uh, you're about to start Chapter 3. Um, yesterday, we kind of left you hanging a little bit with Kyle's itchy feet. But um, I promise you, we're going to Gloria Steph on this and turn the beat around because it's about to be amazing. <laughs> so if you haven't already, remember to rate, review, and subscribe. Um, this book right now, Renaissance Man, is available for pre-order on Amazon. So go click it. There will be additional bonus content at the end of that book um, that is exclusive to Kindle. So go grab it up. I guess that's it, right? (laughs) We'll see you guys on the other side. Enjoy Chapter 3. Bye. Chapter 3 When Cameron's mother asked her to bond with Harry at the Renaissance Fair, she was reasonably sure this wasn't what she'd had in mind. Being horny was an activity best performed alone, yet she sat in the stands beside her future stepfather with a damp thong and nipples like thumbtacks. Yes, alone was how Cameron had been spending her horny moments for an embarrassingly long time. Between work and Netflix and sleep, men had just stopped being worth the effort. Didn't it just figure that her first male-induced horniness in years would hit in the middle of a crowd? A crowd where she sat smack dab in the center on a raised dais. Didn't it just figure? If she had an ounce of common sense, she would shut down these hot, sticky sensations raising every hair follicle on her body and remind herself that seemingly flawless Kyle did in fact have a huge flaw. Itchy feet. Of course, his wanderlust only added to his nomadic cowboy appeal instead of detracting. Why, oh why, couldn't it detract? He strode out into the arena down below his gaze seeking her out immediately in the stands and heating. Honestly, how could a man dressed in a breastplate and carrying a shield give her sex eyes and expect her not to melt into a puddle of hair product and mascara? Cameron squirmed in her seat, wishing the coke in her medieval goblet was straight vodka instead. Do you know the fellow in the odd attire? Harry asked, speaking in a fake British accent. He seems quite taken with you. No, I can't say that I know him. Lamenting the fact that her own British accent sounded more like New Jersey, Cameron watched the organizer pair Kyle up with the biggest man in the lineup. Besides him, of course. Ah, I see he'll be battling our defending champion. Harry patted his belly and made a show of his excitement for the crowd. This ought to be interesting. Hmm, yeah. Cameron started to nibble her fingernails, 
considering for the first time that Kyle could lose. Not that he could get physically hurt. The weapons had been dulled so no one could actually be maimed. Her fear of him failing was allayed, however, when Kyle studied his opponent with a concentrated frown for a moment, then nodded and went back to looking like a bored badass. Bonding. She was supposed to be bonding with Harry. Instead, she was considering rushing the performance space and asking for a very different kind of sword to be sheathed. So, um, does mom ever come with you to the fair? Oh, sure. She was relieved when Harry lowered his voice and dropped the accent. She was the prize last year. Sat right in that very throne. No way. Cameron left, trying to picture the mother who'd always played second fiddle to her birth father, being the center of attention. Why didn't she do it this year? Harry hesitated. She wanted to have something in common with you, he admitted finally. It's hard for her. She wants to relate to you, to have things to talk about, but doesn't know how. He looked sheepish. I told her you would run for the hills once you realized you're the winner's trophy. Guess I was wrong. Yeah, she hedged, chewing her thumbnail. Shame on you. Cameron smiled at Harry to let him know she was only joking, but a crack had formed along her insides. Was her mother really so desperate to connect? After returning to Nashville after college, she'd assumed her mother was busy with the new boyfriend and life. Obviously, she'd been wrong. And kind of blind. Anyway, Harry continued, patting her on the shoulder. We're both happy you're back in town to stay. Your mother can't wait to spend more time with you. Me too, she whispered, honestly. A trumpet distracted Cameron from saying more, signaling the beginning of the sword fight. There were two circles drawn in chalk in the dirt below. Two competitors stood in one, ready to do battle. In the other circle, a third man waited while Kyle sauntered in to join him. So deceptively casual when his expression basically said, prepare to be slayed, motherfucker. On guard, said the announcer. Fight. Around Cameron, the crowd roared and came to their feet, leaving her no choice but to join them. Within seconds, she was embodying her role as a princess with her fate in the balance because Kyle didn't win this round as quickly as the last. He employed a defensive tactic, waiting for his opponent to strike. And he did. Hard. The reigning champion brought his sword down hard, and Kyle blocked it at the last second, drawing gasps from the crowd. He threw his weight forward and knocked the competitor off balance, but before Kyle could press his advantage, the man sliced down with another blow. It clanged off Kyle's shield. Once. Twice. The men took one another's measure again. And it was on. Cameron was only vaguely aware the other fight had ended, leaving Kyle and his opponent the sole competitors in the arena. They circled one another while slashing and dodging, sweat beginning to glare on their foreheads in the afternoon sunlight. When Cameron found out this morning she was being dangled like a carrot to the victor of today's games, She'd been horrified. But hell if she wasn't turned on like crazy in that moment, watching Kyle battle for the honor of claiming her.
It was like being transported back in time, watching her true love risk life and limb for his lady. And oh my god, she was losing her fucking mind. Not to mention any sense of modesty. She actually had to position her hair over her breasts so spectators wouldn't mistake her nipples for bullets. Finally, finally, Kyle bested the defending champion, knocking his sword to the ground and kicking it out of the circle with a booted foot. This time, he gave an absent nod to the thundering crowd, but once again spared no time leaving the arena. He caught her eye on the way out, and a feathered pinwheel started spinning in her belly at the visible evidence of his rifling adrenaline. Oh, she was in for it this time. Don't go, whispered the voice of reason in her head. A man with itchy feet will leave you with a bleeding heart. I'll just be in the ladies' room, she murmured to Harry, picking up the hem of her dress and speed-walking down the dark hallway, which led to their place behind the stands. As soon as she pushed through the door, Kyle came into view, and he was in the process of stripping off his armor, leaving him gloriously, beautifully shirtless, his true warrior status proven with every scar and roped ripple of sinew. Is this heaven? Cameron said in a daze. Unsmiling, Kyle dropped the armor in the dust and prowled toward her, muscles flexing, enticing her beneath damp, sun-loved skin. Going to kiss that mouth this time, sweetheart. The inner walls of her femininity contracted like a forming fist. I know. Say it, he said, cupping her jaw in his right hand and leaning in. Say yes. Yes. His growl invaded her mouth along with his tongue, and it was lights out. Cameron would have gasped if she'd been able, and nothing surprised her anymore. This man, though, he continued to catch her off guard. The kiss filled in blank spots in her mind she didn't know were empty. The sense of belonging and safety would have alarmed her if she wasn't distracted by the onslaught of need. My God, he took up the whole world. His rough and ready body conquered her simply by making contact, sending her hormones into a fit of jumping jacks. Their tongues rolled together in a sensual wave, sliding out and diving for more. They ate at one another taking bites and finding new directions to explore, to taste. And while his mouth plundered without apology, his thumbs stroked her face with tender touches. Such a contradiction that turned out to be her exact favorite combination. It reminded her that he would be a gentleman when they were done kissing and gave her permission to roll her hips, twist her fingers in the waistband of his jeans, Kyle pulled away with a ragged breath. I need to say something to you. What? The world remained a blur around her. Oh, okay. A shadow crossed his eyes. I spent four months as a prisoner of war. That's why I've got itchy feet. That wasn't a fancy way of telling you I don't do commitment. There's a reason behind it, sweetheart. Her heart dipped into her stomach. I'm sorry, she murmured, kissing his lips. I can't even imagine how terrible that must have been.
You don't owe me an explanation. Feels kind of like I do, though, he rasped, trailing a hand down her neck and throat, stopping just short of her breasts. Like I want to owe you one. Oh, she sighed, wondering if he could hear the angels singing too. Explain it to me. I want to listen. Kyle's expression gave away so much about him. His pride, his reluctance to be exposed, how many hard memories he kept buried deep inside. I'll spare you the grisly details, but I spent three months in his cell before rescue arrived. When I was discharged, I camped for the first month, just needing to be outside in the open, the way I was growing up, free to come and go without a lock between me and the rest of the world. He exhaled. It's gotten better, living inside four walls, but routine is another story. If I don't change my situation every so often, I begin to feel detained. Compassion flooded her. This man, what he must have been through. I understand, she whispered against his mouth. Not about camping, I could never understand sleeping outside on purpose, but the rest of it. His laugh told Cameron she'd caught him off guard. I tell you I was a POW and you make a joke? Too soon? No. A line formed between his brows. That was exactly what I needed. There was nothing but Kyle at that moment. He took up her whole reality and she did the same for him. Sensed it, without a doubt. You tell me a secret now, he said gruffly, tucking a strand of hair behind her ear. First thing that pops into your head. I gave up on men two weeks ago, she offered. Far as I can tell, that ain't changed, sweetheart, he drawled. There's only one of me. She moaned as he dropped his mouth to her neck, tracing a snake-like pattern with his tongue up the side. That was so smooth, she managed. Honestly, how dare you? He was working her up into such a heated state, she spoke without thinking. Um, sometimes I sneak extra items into subscription boxes when customers have a lower budget, even though it's against the rules. I see you, Kyle said licking along the seam of her lips. I see that heart. He dipped down a little and rose, rolling his hips against her, letting her feel the outline of his need through their clothing. One more event, Cameron. It took a second for her eyes to uncross. Speaking of swords, Kyle was packing Excalibur, as if he needed one more thing going for him. Are you planning to come home with me? If you invite me. Cameron's expression was skeptical. You almost said if without laughing. Their mouths locked together in a hungry kiss, one that built in steam so fast Cameron wondered if they were in danger of setting the grandstands on fire. Kyle pressed her tight to the wall, his touch still lingering just above her breasts. Waiting for her permission? Yes. She took hold of his hand and molded it to her left breast, reeling at the crackle of possession that seemed to pass through him. He massaged the mound in a sensual rhythm, his tongue entering and leaving her mouth until Cameron felt slickness building on the insides of her thighs. 
Kyle, she sobbed, pulling away. I should get back. Okay, sweetheart. He reached down between them and palmed his erection with a pained grunt. You know that strategy boxers use where they don't have sex before a fight because it makes them more desperate? He dropped his head into the crook of her neck and laughed. If that theory checks out, we've got this in the bag. Something wicked woke up inside Cameron. A thrilling combination of the day itself, having battles fought for her favor and meeting Kyle. Touching Kyle. Any other day, she might have been too self-conscious to reach down and replace his hand with her own, but her confidence was at an all-time high. It boosted past the clouds when Kyle's head fell back on a jagged groan. Cameron stroked his sex through his jeans, marveling over the length that never seemed to end. Maybe we should work you up just a tiny bit more, she whispered, squeezing the thick bulge in a slow rhythm, dragging her grip up, up toward the tip. Just to make sure you win. He thrust his manhood into her hand the muscles of his chest and abdomen reflecting the afternoon sunlight. Ah, uh, sweetheart, do you have any idea how bad... Say it, she murmured. Say anything to me. Do you know how bad I want to drive this into your pussy? He covered her hand and they stroked him together, their exhales like tiny explosions between them. Just a little more, Cameron. God. Her hand had only journeyed once more from base to tip when the trumpets whomped from the other side of the wall. Cameron found herself apologizing with her mouth as Kyle took her hand and ground himself one final time against the palm. Go win me, she said in between frantic goodbye kisses. When he kept returning to kiss her cheeks, nose, mouth, and chin, she laughed and shoved him toward his discarded equipment. Get dressed, you crazy person. Walking down the hallway to reclaim her seat seconds later, Cameron's smile started to fade. Something was happening here. It felt big. How could it also be temporary? Oh my God, what did you think? <laughs> did you like it? <laughs> yeah, it Can you stand it? It was hot. So, yes, it's so good. I'm so excited. This book, like, I just don't want it to ever end. I think this was the point where I read the end of chapter three, and I was like, okay, now just never stop <laughs> writing this, ever. I just, I love them. I love her. I love the two of them. It's so good. Is there anything on sale? Jenica Snow has uh, some bear books out, so I might go grab those up. And, and then- Nice! Okay, what- yeah, I was going to say, what else is on That's sale what, this The bear week? book. So I was like, I need to go grab that. I haven't gotten a chance to click away. She always does awesome paranormal books. So I'm definitely getting those. And we know bears are my favorite. You definitely got me turned on to Jenica Snow like forever ago. You're like, just read this. I think you even <laughs> sent me a book where you were like, you're going to read this and you're going to like We it. got to meet her a few weeks ago. I was so excited when I see her. I was yeah. like, oh, I feel like I've been reading you forever. <laughs> She's adorable. Like, not what I expected either. I don't know why. Like, you know, you have certain authors pictured in your mind and what you think they're going to look like. But she was just so freaking cute. I feel cute. like I've been reading her forever that I just thought she would be older. And she's like my age. I'm like, I don't know why I thought you would <laughs> and be. And she's tiny. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, she could like fit fit in your pocket. She is so, she's heroin yes. size. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think that's about everything. I'm gonna go f- grab me that bear book, that and it? then Ella Fox sent me one that's probably already <laughs> out already. It's called On the Way Down, and I'm super excited to check that one out because I'm told that I am really gonna like that one. So. Uh, that means it's probably filthy and he's obsessed. So those are the best, which I like. So. All right. We'll see you guys tomorrow. <laughs> All right. Fuck your day up, guys. Have fun. Bye. Read me romance. Read, read me romance. Read me romance. Read, read me romance. You could take a look in a book. That's fine. Or you could sit back, relax and unwind and read.